Welcome to Monday Night on Bad Dog Comedy TV. You are watching the Sonar Network Live, and we are featuring today the show, The Bed Post. Now, give it up for your amazing host, podcaster, and professional dominatrix, Erin Pym. Thank you so much, AJ. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bad TV live stream of the Bed Post Podcast. As AJ said, depending on where you know me from, you may know me as Lady Pym, you may know me as Erin Pym. Either way, welcome to the show. So excited to do this live stream with you tonight. I like this, like, this nice early evening time. <laughs> I'm almost 40. This is like perfect for me. <laughs> so I hope it works for you too. Wherever you are quarantining in your condos, maybe you're in the bathtub with the laptop beside your bathtub. That's kind of hot, right? But for today, what we're going to do, I've got a lovely guest coming up, a fellow podcaster um, and sexy, very sexy human as well. But before that, I do want to let you know that for the live stream, the best part about these live streams is that we actually have a chance to interact throughout the episode. So by all means, if you want to throw a comment over on the uh, YouTube there, comments, flirts. Um, requests, um, like two reasonable requests, <laughs> but questions. Today we're going to be talking about sex stuff. We're going to be talking about podcasting because we're both podcasters. Um, we always end up talking about some aspect of sex work, so that too. Same with kink. We always uh, end up talking about kinky stuff. So if any of those uh, things kind of inspire some questions from everybody out in the audience, then feel free to type away. That said, I would love to welcome my lovely guest for the uh, for the early evening <laughs> over to the live stream. We have okay, this lovely person uh, produces Hackatour, which is an amazing comedic live show, which has received two iHeart Joke Awards, and as I mentioned, they are also a fellow podcaster. The podcast is called Sex Show Radio. Please welcome to the mic, everybody, Lucy Gervais. Oh, this old thing. Ah! Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. It's so my absolute pleasure. When were you on this podcast last? Like three or four years like ago. Long time. Like long like time. People could be in the same room legally. <laughs> I believe it was in the basement library. Oh my God. Am I not supposed to say where your studio use is? Oh no. You can, you can give away the behind the okay. scenes. No. Yes, we used to have, we used to go downstairs in this very condo into this weird library because the sound was good down there. <laughs> That's what you got to do. I believe someone walked in partway through and they did not stay very long. <laughs> they don't usually I know. was like, can we mic him? Can we? I'm sure he has sir? something to say. Sir, yeah, do you have anything to contribute to this um, the conversation about anal or whatever? Sir, you know, sir, we, what we... are you reading? <laughs> Look, which book are you grabbing? Is that a board game? How many people you got up there? 
<laughs> He's like, I'm just, I'm just gonna I'm let just you gonna, be. Uh, That's just, what we used to do when we used to record down there. We used to just like be really brazen and like intimidating and just give them like energy to be like, you don't, you need to turn around, walk right back at that library door. <laughs> just emanate confidence. Yeah, you just cower with fear. Exactly. That's kind of my whole jam. Oh, looking amazing, loving the necklace. Daryl, thank you for tuning in, my dear. Daryl, oh, Therion Major says hello, hello. I love that I have people, um, like, like sexy people from the Twitter sphere, like, like Dommy, kinky, weird, freaky people. Not to put a label on, on you people, but, but you're all, you're all freaks, you know, freaky deekies. Freaks up in here. I like it. I'm here for it. Would you? Oh, exactly. I mean, we're all we're all gonna have a lovely freaky time. Would you, Lucy? Would you consider yourself a freak? A freak in the sheets, if you will. I'm a freak in this in the sheets and in the streets. I can't everywhere I go. I'm <laughs> can't a freak get away at from work. it. I'm a freak. I just like hanging out by myself. I cannot de-freak. The freak flag <laughs> is flying rather high. I love it. Or as they say on uh, on Drag Race, we were just talking about Drag Race pre-recording, let your freak frag fly. <laughs> Which is maybe let one your, of my... Let your freak frag frag. Frag fry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great, we don't need another take of that. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucy, podcasting. Are, you're new to the podcasting game, are you not? Brand you new to podcasting. And it kind of shows... Not going to lie. It's been a learning process, but it's been so much fun. I really love my podcast. I love my podcast host, J. Mark Kaplan. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. He's actually the person who started the show. It started off as a live show. Yes. And the theme was sex storytelling. Yes. Love it. Yeah. So he would book comics. I was actually on the first one and it did his makeup for it. He looked really good. Um, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I have skills. So it was booked, but also it was uh, it had an open mic aspect to it. So if people wanted mm -hmm. to just tell a sex story, they would be putting their names in a hat, and then the <sighs> names would get pulled. So you had a mix of like seasoned performers, but also were, yeah, audience members just getting exactly. up and seizing the day. Exactly. And because of COVID and one of the producers of the show actually wound up getting like stuck in Vietnam because of COVID, they went there for a vacation and then got a little more complicated. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Like he tried to do another live show and then the second lockdown happened. So we were just kind of chatting because I'd been on his show and I liked his show and I was actually supposed to like be on another one but it got canceled and he was like oh i wish there was another way to do it and i was like well what about radio or like storytelling there's lots of storytelling podcasts like mm -hmm. well, what if he did something like a sex storytelling podcast and he was like oh Ooh. oh maybe oh, okay got a, a little like half chub at the yeah, idea little, little bone yeah just a little one <laughs> yeah exactly so he does like a hundred percent of the hard work <laughs> which i absolutely love he masters all the episodes he's a natural naturally great host such a fun person 
to work with. We have a Love really it. good chemistry. So it's been fun so far. We've gone through a few platforms, but we are on Spotify and Apple. So Amazing. You can listen to us. The Sex that's- Show Radio Podcast. Yeah. Or something like that. No, that's or, or, or some some of those words in a different order. The Sex Show Radio which is a podcast. Which is a, which is parentheses at the bottom. A podcast. Yeah. So, Lucy, okay, if people ask us questions here tonight on this day, do you think you are qualified to answer some sex questions? What what qual- what might qualify you to give some sexy advice here tonight? Well, I have had sex at least once. There you go. I mean, there I say at least a dozen times. I know. Horror alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put them in jail. Yeah, lock it up. Put them in horny jail. Mm-hmm. Get in the horn corner. The well, horn I'm, corn. I'm qualified because <laughs> not only do I have, like, a, I've, I have a sex life, or not right now, like, not today, um, or, like, the past two or three weeks, but I, I've... <laughs> you have in the past. Life. You've been I've had, I've had sex lives, at least nine. Reincarnated, just again and again. A sex hiatus because of the world. Like I can't date right now, really. Like yeah. realistically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it is what it is. But also, um, my comedy has dabbled quite a bit in sex, and my podcast revolves around sexual experiences and stories. And who, like everyone is qualified to have a sex story. But I also have a bit of experience in the like sex industry. Ooh, you t- you too. I know. I know. I know. Who would pay for that? No, I'm. <laughs> oh, I mean, imposter syndrome. You're speaking to me. Oh my god, that's half like the time I'm like, who wants to even see? I don't know. But yeah, that's like something that's so great about the sex industry is like, who would pay for that? Lots Everybody, of Lots <laughs> something for of everyone. People, exactly. It's like if you really, if if the sex, if the world of sex work is done properly, and it's not something that's like looked over by like overlords who are like deciding what is and isn't beautiful, and all these like really problematic aspects. It's mm. really liberating, not just for people who are doing it, but for people who are paying for it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not only do they love it, but they want to pay you for it. That's like the most, that's a very empowering thing. It's a very lovely thing. Like I was honestly yesterday, I was having kind of a shit day. I was struggling in a couple different ways. And then that just happened to be the day where, um, I mean, I put a photo set up that was on sale. So I had a couple of those sales and I was great, great. That feels good. But then somebody else who was just following up from like months before was like, oh yeah, I wanted to buy like a lot of porn from you. I was wondering if I could do that today. Um, and I was like, suddenly it's a great day. <laughs> suddenly, look at that. My whole day is just has just turned right around. Turned it around. <laughs> Turn it That's around. Amazing. That is a good day. It was a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. So, what kind of what in what aspect, if you don't mind talking about it, in what aspect of the industry are you kind of involved in then? So I've been camming on and off for a few years. Mm-hmm. It's something that I kind of um, it's something that I kind of not like struggle with, but like. 
Chemics hard. It takes a lot of energy. It Big takes time. a lot of energy and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of smarts, right? And mm-hmm. I have those savvy, savviness. Business savviness. Exactly. Yes. It t- what you need to be a successful comedian, you also need to be a successful cam performer. So Yes, that's a great, okay, I love this conversation, because you're from the comedy world, you're comedy world, and you're from the sexy world, so I love to hear how they're like, how they're related, how one kind of influences the other, and vice versa. Content, promotion, branding, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. connecting with fans, connecting with viewers, and so sometimes I, I find I take breaks because... I go like, I should be focusing on my comedy. Mm. I should be taking some of the energy over here and focusing on my comedy. Mm -hmm. So I also have like a day job pretty much all the time. Mm -hmm. So I usually bounce between like boring uh, vanilla work and then the sexy world and then the comedy world. Yeah. (laughs) But also I feel like like sex as just like a topic is so present in my life so often because when it comes to writing jokes for me, I tend to just go in that direction because it's fun, because it's humorous and because there's so much you can do. Like I wouldn't say my jokes are sexy. Like they're not designed to like turn people on, Hmm. but it's kind of like fun to go into that taboo world. I can't I think that's what makes me qualified to have this podcast is because I kind of can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know, I always it's a like part of your identity, the sexual expression, need for sexual expression. Exactly. And the more mm. comfortable I become and the more I learn and the more, because there's times where I'm like, I'm like, oh, I got to get away from sexuality. It's so this is so that it's warping my mind. <laughs> you know, like. Like, oh, I'm getting too far. I'm getting, I'm getting too far. <laughs> too far in. down the rabbit hole. Like, becoming my whole personality is this and this. The more I kind of grow and mature, I always kind of go back to it, but with a fresh mindset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love that. And so I, as I get older, I'm like, there is, there is less and less and less to be kind of the shame and like all that negative stigma kind of like goes away. And and like the world changes a little too, but it's more of like an interpersonal change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, okay, so that said, Lucy, I, it looks like we've got a quest John here <laughs> from the audience. So, all right, let's, okay. Oh my God, that's improv in the question. This is perfect. This is such, <laughs> so perfect. Okay, my wife wants me to talk dirty in bed, but I have never taken an improv class. Also, mainstream porn is no help at all. Any ideas where I can find a script or something? Side note, we are very meat and potatoes in the bedroom. <laughs> meat and potatoes. Some toys, a blindfold, not, not many kinks. Okay, okay, okay. So dirty talk. So dirty talk help. So let's talk about dirty talk. Okay. Are you a good dirty talker? I like am. To- yeah. I would say that I'm a good dirty talker. Like pretty decent sexter, but an even better in the moment talker. Mm-hmm. And I think about so much. I'm like, what is the psychology behind? Like you really have to unlock your brain and like tap in 
to like a stream of consciousness yeah, that yeah. is connected to the sexual part of your brain so that you can just keep kind of going, right? I think the problem is people tend to overthink and stifle themselves and they're in their head and they're like, uh, uh, your, your titties are so fat, kill me with them. Like, <laughs> like so weird, it makes no sense at all. I like that, I love, I liked that. Uh, yeah. More, more and more saying if someone's, if someone is like <laughs> sexy, I'm like, oh, they could like decapitate me in my sleep. Therion says yes, yes, and yeah. he wants he wants to know more about these these fat titties that kill you. I think <laughs> and and say more, but I am dead. <laughs> and my head got crushed by those fat ass titties. I they killed you. It. They killed you. No, I think you're definitely onto something there, though. It's about being present in your body, like being grounded in your body, so mm-hmm. that this isn't happening this overthinking thing and like second guessing thing and like third eye thing where you're that's a performing thing where you're like literally watching and judging and critiquing yourself as you are doing the thing so like the more you can kind of more get in your body and kind of connect make the dirty talk flow out of you just like your sounds you know during sex and just like other other ways you're expressing yourself sexually with your body like when you're having sex with somebody like try to just tap into that whole part of it if you can yeah like being in the moment Mm -hmm. something we talk about on our podcast a lot one buttholes like constantly i don't know how every conversation ends up being about buttholes but two breathing breathing is so important to being in the moment, like breathing deep, deep down. And on our last episode, we actually chatted quite a bit about, you mentioned the third eye. We talked about mm. chakras, like aligning those chakras and like bringing breath into like every part of your body. I know this is doesn't sound like it's about dirty talk. Yeah, but this like- is a tangent, but important and related. Like this is like the foundation of, you know, being able this- to be a good, yeah. Yeah, this is the foundation of being present in the moment and kind of being less inside your head and more into all the other parts of your body. Mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. that is what really contributes to good dirty talk. Also, like focusing maybe like slowly on one part of the body or another. So if you're doing a bit of foreplay, and let's for an instance say like you're playing with your wife's pussy, if you're just like, oh, baby, I love your pussy. You feel that little clit right there? I love that little, I can't wait to put my mouth all over that. Like taking every little like muscle or or like flap for lack of a better, (laughs) nicer, sexier word. Like just finding all the things you just like love about every little nook and cranny and verbalizing it. And like a script, I wish there was a script. Yeah, I know, yeah handed it to a few people by now then like yeah but on on that note like is there a script on that note like by all means my my favorite thing to tell people when they're asking about dirty talk is like okay ask them like a couple phrases that they really want to hear in the moment like beforehand ask them be like what are some phrases that like at the moment you would like love to hear or what's like a way that you really want your tits to be described or like what's what's something that you really want to be called so like yeah you know there's not a script but you can ask for like these little tidbits of information that during sex then you can suddenly like pull out these things that you've 
learned and memorized essentially like a script you know what i mean like because i have i don't know i'm i'm very um like an audiophile so like for me the stuff that people are saying to me is really impactful to how i'm feeling sexually you know what i mean like i want to hear a very specific thing like at a moment you know what i mean so if you do relate with that then like ask the other person if they have things like that or tell them yours be like hey this is oh we've got a thing here okay great therion says i've literally asked partners what are your favorite words exactly i agree i think that picking the right words is great like you you are right a bit of a script like in terms of what one person wants to hear you can't find that on the internet. You have to talk to your partner about that, find out what that is. But some of the most popular words, I think number one is cock. For some reason, everyone just gets hard everyone and wet. Everyone loves the word cock, yeah. Everyone loves it. And then I think the more intense you get into the sex session thing that you're doing, that's when you can like get a little dirtier, right? Dirty co- dirty talk should like progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you start with cock. And then, like, 15 minutes later, you're, like, a cunt. And you're just, like, at, like, oh, <laughs> you've gone up the mountain, okay? Yeah. Definitely. I love that. Yes. Um, and, yes, for everybody who's who happened to be maybe you're just tuning in now, we love to take questions. We're going to give some, like, sexy advice. It can be about, like, kinky shit, about sex work stuff, about sex stuff. We would love to hear your questions and then, uh, you know, try to try to think of, like, some fun advice for you. So, by all means, please do that. And thank you to the Duke1204 for that lovely question about dirty talk. Um I'm wondering, okay, our producer right now, AJ, um, Ajonis, you are an improviser, are you not? Yes, I am. Hello, hello. Hi, AJ. Welcome <laughs> to me, me just lassoing you and bringing you into this conversation. Um, do you have any thoughts on, like, since you're an improviser, how that's related to, like, dirty talk? Oh, it's actually... It's interesting, and maybe I could use some advice here myself, because although I have, like, a big stage personality, uh, as, like, most improvisers do, I find at home, and an extension of that in bed, I'm quiet. I'm a very quiet, like, internal person. Yeah, a little more meek, like... Yeah, I don't know why. You know what? I I don't know if it's because I'm 5'4", I'm a little tiny person operating in this big world, (laughs) <laughs> or what? But to, make, to point this in a specific direction, <laughs> um, the question is moaning. How do I get it out of myself in a way where I'm, I get out of my head about it and not thinking about... About your own sounds. About feeling like, oh, it's so performative. It's not natural. Like, how do I get it out of myself is my question. Oh, that's a good one. Do you it's have any thoughts on that? One. No, that's it's a very you're like this is not a made up. This Oh, no, no, no. Love I'm you. here for a reason. I love you for. I love Yeah, yeah. You asked to produce this episode <laughs> I specifically on Bad Dog TV. Please put me on the bed post. I have questions. <laughs> I love it. Do you have any like initial um thoughts about that, Lucy, when you hear when you hear that? Yeah, I guess when you get self-conscious, you kind of weirdly manufacture sounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It can have to, I think it has something to do with maybe the environment you're in sometimes. Like, if you have an apartment where you're usually worried about sound, AJ, is that, like, part of the deal for you? That's a good thing to bring up. 
Because if you have like solid walls and you got nothing to worry about, just let it out. You know, I've been told the walls are solid, and I, I think I do trust it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so that's so not part is, of it. But yes, that's a good thing to bring up, because some yeah. people just don't want to make sounds because they literally sh- shouldn't, like, can't, roommate situation or whatever, yeah. But I, um, I'd i be interested to uh, start this, like, with yourself, doing your own thing, one-on-one, some solo play with yourself, and playing with it that way. Perhaps that might be a good way to kind of step into this before getting comfortable doing it with a partner. Because I feel like a lot of sex is like, you have to know your own body first to be able to inform the person of what to do when you're in a partnered situation. You know what I mean? So I feel like that might be a thing that you could experiment more like with self pleasure um, and, and play with your sounds and play with play with just like being comfortable hearing them. Mm-hmm. perhaps and be comfortable doing them and and finding a way that feels authentic to you that might i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that might be a good place to start do, doing it by yourself i agree and i'm gonna piggyback what robin is saying uh have fun with it if you're gonna like get used to your own sound don't be afraid to like actually like laugh or make yourself laugh or get a little like silly with it Mm-hmm. because the more you get comfortable and the more you realize, oh, it's not that serious. And if you're with a partner who's worth, you know, worth being in bed with, they're not going to be like, oh, you make a weird sound. I'm out of here. They're going to, they're, they're going to probably make weird sounds too. It's pretty normal. Yeah. I've never heard turtles have sex, but Whatever you sound like is going to be better than that. that. (laughs) That's a good point. Set the bar too high. (laughs) I'm also going to um, piggyback on what Janet said. I'm only going to say that to you because you said Robin for me. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say that um, if that's something that you're particularly self-conscious about with a partner, maybe you could explain tell that to your partner and be like, I would love some like encouragement about my sounds. You know what I mean? If that feels good to you, because if that's something that you're kind of, you know, feeling a little awkward about, if the other person is like, Ooh, I love, I just love your sounds right now. Or like, just let it go, baby. Or like anything, you know what I mean? Like I just like my favorite part was hearing you do this or hearing you say that that might like, you know, boost your confidence about a little as well. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Um, well, two things. What he he actually does do that, so I think oh, that's I need to, nice. I'm gonna have to step up on my side, and I'm not <laughs> I'm not too upset about that. You know, <laughs> I I need to step up my game. But the other thing is, I do have fun making those sounds like on stage. Like I could do it right here and feel totally comfortable. It's oh, that's cool. That's interesting. Getting oh, I see <laughs> Lucy just. <laughs> Um, okay, you know, your mouth like is a- writing checks that your ass better be able to cast. Because <laughs> that's how okay. we could end the episode, or we could do it like literally right now. Okay, I- I'll-, I'll throw one in here because you know, oh, this I- is my I like favorite episode ever. Yes, it's just that you know, uh, <laughs> 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 you know, I did, I did. It kills on stage, and I'm sure it would kill in bed. But it's killing it's right like, now. Is it killing right now? <laughs> and it's just like, I guess, I guess you guys are right. Like, if I can have 
just I I use the fun that we have, like in moments like these, and just bring that there, and then maybe that'll help it come out yeah. more organically. Or I mean, I'm so. a I'm a kinky person too, so like to me, one of the things that comes to my mind that comes to my mind is um like create a game around it like you know maybe maybe you have to he'll only go harder or he'll only go faster or he'll only put more pressure when you give him some sounds you know (laughs) what i mean like some little sexy game that like you know what i mean like only when you're you're really letting loose like with the sounds, will he give you blank, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Will he let you have an orgasm? Like, you know what I mean? Something like that. Some little fun thing. Ooh, Therion says, that's the point where I can relax and it's all fun and sexy games. Yeah, when you're just like having fun. You're laughing. I'm a laugher. I am too. I'm a giggler. Everywhere. In every situation. I made fun of me for it. Like... (laughs) That you're giggling you when you're getting fucked? Are you, are you, are you like playing with a cootie catcher? And I'm like, both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Why not both? Yeah, totally. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, okay, yes. So thank you, AG, for that. Maybe that'll help you. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Thank you. I love maybe it. it'll I make mean, things worse. Maybe it'll make things worse. In, what, in which case, <laughs> uh, we're not liable. Um. Can't be liable. We're not doctors. No, we're certainly so not. If things come worse, then I'll just ask to be produced on the show again, and we'll talk about it. And then we'll have a follow-up appointment. Yes, okay, I appreciate this. <laughs> also, I wanted to mention, I am also 5'4". I'm 5'3", yeah. basically, so we're all around the same. Short people Shotties. got mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. reason to live. <laughs> I the world is not made for us. I'm like, are you okay, Lucy? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> that was so convincing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, so what I wanted to do with you, um, Lucy, because we have a, um, you know, in the interim, if someone wants to ask a question, by all me do, we'd love to answer it. But in the interim, because we have this like visual medium doing uh, Bad Dog TV, I know you know a lot about sex stuff. I know you probably know a lot about sex toys, but I want to try and stump you with some weird sex slash kink stuff I have. I want to try. Okay, I'm excited for this. (laughs) I did no research ahead of time, so we'll see. Let's see. Okay, let's start with, let's start with this. So, a suction cup to me indicates it's supposed to go on a window or the surface of a shower. Can you show me the other side? Can I see the suction cup? Okay, so that's definitely, like, to mount it from somewhere. And the toy indicates to me something. (laughs) Now, it looks like it has a sucker, which I don't think it's an anal device because I don't think... But it looks like one because it's, like, smaller (laughs) and it's ripped. It doesn't really need the indent. Can I get a closer look at the little hole at the tip? Boa toys. Oh, God. Yes. I'll give you a clue by telling you what the toy is called. Okay. It's called the Femme Fountain. The Femme Fountain? Is it a bidet? (laughs) 
really good guess. It essentially is, but think of how how. But it's a sex toy. So, so it's a clit sucker. It's a oh, clit. It's a- Spray. Yeah, yeah. So it's water pressure. It's like a bidet, so it is squirting water at you. Okay. But it's like a concentrated stream meant to go on the side of your bathtub, and you just line her up. Spray wherever you want. Yes, yeah, spray it. It's a very direct, um, there's like, you know, a couple different settings. It's a very direct stream. It's a fucking bidet. Look it's a fucking bit. It's a bit. You were right. You were right. It essentially is a bit. This is so whose line is it anyway? Ah, yeah, yeah, props. I love it. <laughs> I, so I got it. Like, that's considered getting it. You got it. You got it, Lucy. Ooh, full points. I'm so proud of myself. Full Thank points. You. Full points. Okay. So this thing kind of has two um, uses. Uh-huh. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, it's fly tape and a dildo? (laughs) That's what it looks like. (laughs) It's leather. Okay. And then we have this on the on the end here. Okay, so um I I love the intense look of concentration on your face is fantastic. I it looks like a dildo, but I am leaning for butt plug because of the tail because that is a very common very popular sort of sex toy trend especially with people who have like a bdsm relationship is that they want something hanging out of their partner's ass for them (laughs) to accidentally trip on (laughs) they do like that that's what they want so but it looks really big for Oh, okay. So Therion, yeah, Therion is venturing a guess. He's saying dragon's tail. I think it's pretty close. I don't think the trend has landed towards the front yet, where you have tails in the front of your genitals. I think in it your is, front hole. Yeah, I don't think we're there yet. I think it's a. I think dragon tail is pretty much right on the money. Okay. So what it actually is is an impact implement. So. It's a like a kind whip? of, yeah, it's a kind of whip, essentially. Damn. I'm like hitting myself in the face. Um, but, Lucy, you're onto something because um, the handle on this is made to be insertable. So it can, oh, this toy can not- be used. Yeah, clearly, yeah. right? So this toy can be used as an insertable dildo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also, but primarily, it's actually an impact implement. So does this, cons- am I considered stumped? Mm, a nice, a nice mop. <laughs> Mike Munch. I don't, know, nice. says, I don't think nice. that's going to mop up very much. <laughs> guy's never had a job. That man, <laughs> that man has no calluses on his hands. <laughs> I say that's. I can. I say you get half points for that, okay. Lucy, because you got the dildo portion of that. I think my guesses are getting pretty close. It did yeah. give me a lot of tail, but also it makes perfect sense. And it is tapered, so I think it could be insertable either way. I think you'd need a pretty like um, Lucy Goosey. Yeah. <laughs> Experience. I know my name is in the phrase, but I am not nearly. <laughs> That's not wide enough to handle that. <laughs> This is by uh, Bohemian Craft Works, by the way. Gorgeous piece by Bohemian Craft Works. Check out their Etsy. Check out their (laughs) their porn Etsy. Artisanal. Yeah. 
Okay, I've got another fun thing here. I love this. Uh, I think it's meant to spank. It's got the hand. It's got the little leather strap on the end. It does. Yes. Um, it, I, it, as someone who has knife skills, you can't cut anything with that. No, you don't think. Well, let me. Can you show me the blade a little bit? Yeah, that's not sharp. No, it's very blunt. And I think it's for. I'm confident that. But then I. Oh. You're fucking with me. With <laughs> I am fucking with you. It's for spanking. It's a paddle, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a paddle belt. Like, it looks like a meat cleaver. That's just yeah. the design, right? That is but so cute. I, I was really trying to stop like you. That. With it. It's really funny. And I, I have a meat cleaver tattoo. <gasps> oh, then you would love it. Oh, I, that's I beautiful, Lucy. It. Yeah, this is yeah. by um, uh, Glutton for Punishment, which is a great, a great that name. That is an amazing name. <laughs> For sex toys, sneakers. Totally. Okay. Maybe, okay, maybe one more before we launch into some other. I mean, I think you're going to get this one, but maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. I already, it's, uh, I don't know what the official name for it is, but it's like a tease. What do you do toy. with it? You put it on a, you put it on a dick and it like doesn't let it get hard. That's exactly a chastity cage, a chastity chastity device. Cage. It was on the tip of my tongue. That one was so easy. I'm going to give you another. I mean, I've seen <laughs> that have that. Exactly. In it. It's like, oh, check out my new pasta strainer. My new pasta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. That was great. My new pasta. Or wait, the, um, uh, somebody did a separated egg, egg yolk oh, with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, Lucy, what in the world might this be? It looks... It's not a pair of headphones, that's for damn sure. <laughs> it looks like it is supposed to stimulate internally two people at the same time. Yeah, it looks like something that's really, really versatile for internal stimulation. <laughs> it looks like you could do a lot... With you it, could do a lot with it, yeah. And you could probably stimulate the same person in two places with it. Maybe, yes, yes. Am I even a little bit close? Is you're the it? most. You're the most correct. These are two vibrators. This is by Pico Bong, um, and yeah, there are two vibrators that are just attached, like so. Uh, could be a double ender mm -hmm. situation with two people. Could be two holes in the same person could be internally and externally you went through all of the all of the options perfectly very impressed <laughs> very obsessed. one or two player <laughs> one p two p i hope that person does improv <laughs> I do some kind of performative arts comedy he's a he's a dj actually dj music, okay. music producer dj and industrial person he likes to build shit i love that because not every comic you know not everyone who has a sense of humor needs to do comedy they can just be people and <laughs> they can just be a funny person yeah a clever exactly. a clever funny person <laughs> exactly so okay you mentioned lucy um that you do 
bring sex into your comedy, like sexual content into your comedy. Do you bring comedy into your sex? Like, tell me more about that. I think personality has a lot to do with what makes people attractive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I used to segregate those parts of me so very much. I think that was just, it's just part of trying to take who you are as you get older and make it whole. So now I find that people are more attracted to me when they know that I have a sense of humor and it's like, it's just charm. You know, that is part of being attractive is also being charming. If you're like the most gorgeous person on the planet, but you're not that fun to talk to. What are you good for? (laughs) You're good for looking at. Yeah, and some people do do want to <laughs> do that. fine. They're yeah, and do fine like, with just that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it gives me something else to 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 do and to offer and to be. So I find, in terms of my relationships, it really uh, pulls people in, and not just me being like, "I'm a comedian. I'm so funny," I, but yeah. actually just like being able to have like fun and be funny in conversation really helps. And it also in terms of, I guess if you're going to go back to the sex industry, in terms of trying to pull in like clients, they want a more personal experience and they want, they want people who can carry conversations and be more fun and like kind of stand out. It's kind of like part of the secret to like making people fall in love with you and then giving other money. Um, (laughs) And then Jake is the money. Then you just just are, it's a joint account after that. (laughs) You share a credit card now. (laughs) But showing people like, yeah, there is something special about me that's not quite like everybody else. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone is, is actually different. We are everyone's actually, special, yeah. Everyone's special, but knowing what makes you kind of special, and then like really knowing how to like seamlessly present that is a huge. It's people skills and mm-hmm. across the board. It's something a lot of people who uh, contribute to the stigma of just like general sexism and misogyny, but then when it gets more specific into like slut shaming Mm -hmm. and being um, a sex work exclusionary person. um, Swerfs. We don't, we, we, we don't like swerfs. No, we're not. I'll skip the swerf and turf, please. (laughs) I didn't order that. I didn't order that. Yeah. (laughs) Send it back. They forget that there are actually skills at play when it comes to so many, so many as you mentioned before, it's like to do all the, to do all the stuff that's like building a brand, like, you know, doing all your self-promoting, like it's all, they're all entrepreneurial skills, like people skills, like being able to volley, being authentic. Um, not only just like, I mean, also just like being, looking good fucking is, is a skill in itself, like. I don't know if if some people have fucked in front of mirrors. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's like, okay, well. Sometimes you're like, I thought I looked better. You know, like. (laughs) I'm going to actually put this blindfold on the other person. (laughs) I'm just going to really quietly put it on you. Yes. Yeah. 
people think that all of this is like rooted in self-hatred and low self-esteem and like hating yourself. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, I agree. Like consensual uh, sex work and sexuality is all about connecting with who you are and applying that to making yourself stand out in a saturated market. Especially That's now, super saturated. Borderline capitalism, honestly. Unfortunately, yeah. But yes. at the same time, you have this, like, it's like anti-sex work is built into capitalism. Because mm -hmm. it's like, it's a free market, except you whores. Except all you whores out there. All you whores who made all these social media platforms what they are today. You're yes. not allowed. We're going to let white supremacists have their platform for years and years to come go uncensored. Yeah. But if you're pole dancing at a strip club and you upload a video of it, you're done. It's really, okay. yeah, it's really insane right now what's happening with <laughs> censorship Facebook. of sex. It's Facebook at the at the root of it all. Yeah, because Facebook owns everything. So it's yeah, it is Facebook. Now. Yeah, it's that Mark fucking Zuckerberg. Mark. Yeah. He literally created Facebook as an app to, to bang chicks. How hot they are. And now that every hot person <laughs> is like, well, hey, you know what I'm going to do? Mark is like, I don't want you to do it because let's face it, capitalism. <laughs> Tell me. Let me know. Is Let us all know. Influenced by the right wing. Yes. It just is. And and it the right wing tends to be the side that is more, you know, anti-sex work, misogynistic, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you see it from the middle and the left as well. Yeah. It is everywhere. Like, like Sesta yeah. and Fosta was voted on unanimously. Like... You know, even your favorite politicians um, voted for Sesta Fosta. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, like even Bernie, you know, like they all unanimously voted for Sesta Fosta. So it's sad. It sucks. I know your, your face was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No one> did. <laughs> you could not hide how you felt. <laughs> No, I'm not good at hiding how I feel. <laughs> I mean, like, you must be good with making sounds in the bedroom then. It's an asset as far as I'm concerned. I just let them out. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not really that afraid of weirding people out because if they do get weirded out, I'm like, fine. Be weirded out. Weirded out I'm Doesn't like, affect yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Change? <laughs> that. I think we're uh, getting a bit too set in stone at this point yeah. to do much about it. <laughs> Where do you source that? Where do you source that you feeling very confident sexually? It came from, I mean, I guess learning how to not be hard on myself in general. It came from a lot of places. Mm. So it's not just in my sex life, but it's in like other parts of my whole life. It's like the more comfortable I became in, in this regard, the more it, it also contributed to here and here and here and here. So I think being a comic definitely helped. And then sometimes there's a lot of like social pressure when you're a comic. But let's just say like the actual art of it and just being like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want on stage. And I'm confident that this is 
going to work and that it's funny, even though it's kind of crazy. Some of the best sets I have are when I just do not give a fuck. Yeah. And I'm throwing it and I'm just like, this is funny. This is exactly how it's supposed to be. That confidence, like confidence is such a hard thing to get a handle on. It's you cannot fake it. Yeah, I think it's just putting putting in the reps, like whatever it is that you're feeling self-conscious about. It's just doing it more, doing it more, doing it more and gaining the experience um, so that you because it's much easier to feel confident with someone, something that you you know what you're doing somewhere in doing something that you know exactly what's up, right? Like it's really hard to go into a situation that you've never been in before and feel confident. So when a lot of people like ask for advice about sex stuff, it's like, I know it's kind of a non answer, but honestly, the more you do it, the better you'll get and the more confident you'll get at it because you're getting better at it, but you got to practice. You can't just like, you can't just manufacture confidence out of nowhere. It's doing stuff again and again. It's putting in the hours like you would do with anything, with a sport, with, you know, whatever business venture, with different types of art, with like anything. It's the same thing with sex. It's the same thing with like relationships. You know what I mean? Like how you really get to be like a really good communicator and stuff like that. It's all just practice. It's doing the thing. It's fucking up, figuring it out, working through it finding what works for you. And that's just mm-hmm. comes from you to from trial and error, baby, yeah. you know, exactly. Just like being okay with making mistakes and also like learning from those mistakes. And like, sometimes you should feel a little bit embarrassed, but like also processing your emotions, like being a functioning person in the most literal sense where your emotions are functioning with your, with your goals and your ambitions and like you're feeling things properly and you're like connected to your body. It's literally, it's like, forget, forget everything else for a second, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. forget the pressures of the outside world and just like thinking in terms of like your physical self and breathing. That's always comes up. I started breathing, breathing better and it helped so much. It helped me be mindful and in the moment. Um, Breathing is how I start every session, like with a client, like when I was in in-person sessions doing kink work, like that's how I start every session after we chat about like, what would you like to do today? You know, limits, boundaries, like all of the safety conversation. Okay, we're ready to start. Okay, then we start breathing. That's like the way I start every session to just get them to drop in their body and like go from go from this, uh, this headspace to like, you know, uh, this space totally it's so important and you know i used to have such a hard time getting out of my head and just like that horrible cycle of like fueling your negative thoughts like therapy helped me with that quite a bit but also like you will forget what you were in your head about if you can just pull yourself out of like pull yourself into a more physical sense out, mm-hmm. out of just your head into everything else you'll be like i don't even remember what i was anxious about what i was insecure about also making fun of your insecurities is so important yes <laughs> that self depreciation yes exactly. definitely yeah. like don't like don't just like completely roast yourself being like you're so like- stupid <laughs> <laughs> Just negative affirmations. Exactly. That's what I would recommend. Just tell yourself you're an asshole. Just you're a complete so dick. Stupid nugget. <laughs> so 
terrible person. <laughs> terrible person. Just the worst. Just oh written God, on I your swear. mirror so you see it when I'm you wake up. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, just the worst. And like, <laughs> it's just like, wow, I'm saying something so ridiculous and in a really stupid way. <laughs> That's like finding the humor in it a little yeah. bit. And also, like, remembering that, like, everyone has these problems. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the other thing about giving advice. It's like, I'm not, I'm not an authority on literally anything. Like, I, I, like, I, I'm, I'm a complete fuck up, essentially. But we all are. And that's what, like, binds us together, you know, as a human mm. race. Like, we're totally. all struggling. You're not alone. People feel, com- like, um, struggle with their confidence in sex. People don't know what they're doing in sex. Like, that's everybody does feel that way and we're all just like doing our best trying to navigate like all of that stuff you know totally give yourself some slack about exactly exactly slack slack egg slack slap me egg slap me could be a kink Oh, hi there, cat suit says always enjoyable, lady pin. Thanks for the fun listen. Oh yeah, so we should. Thank you, thank you for tuning in. And I we're about at wrap up time. If anybody wanted to sneak in a question right at the end here, by all means, go for it. We'll answer it real quick. Um, but uh, Lucy, do you have anything like you mentioned your podcast? Of course. Is there anything else going on in your life that you want to tell the people about? Um, I mean, not nobody's doing yeah, anything. I know. I I mean, there's that, but I have a cat. Uh, I cook a lot. <laughs> What's your cat's a, name? Cat's name is Rockwell. Oh, he's amazing. Cute. He's like he's the biggest cat ever. He's like this big. He's orange, and he needs to be held <laughs> like a baby like four times a day. I love him. Yeah, he's the best. He's actually sleeping on my couch right now. He's been very good this whole time. That's you so might sweet. hear him yell at one point, but he is, uh, he's, he's chilling. Yeah. Um, so in quarantine, I've started, I went vegan and I started doing a lot of vegan cooking. Nice. Uh, so I actually have a cookbook, which is uh, available through personal sale. It is $10. I believe at this point it's 27 recipes. Wow. All different kinds. I have a vegan chowder. That is made instead of with clams and seafood. It is made with nori and mushrooms, and it's insanely good. Um, so, if anyone is interested in expanding their um, their their like recipe repertoire, dietary contact. horizons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I started trying to make and sell vegan fudge out in Montreal, which has gone. Oh my god. I figured out how to make vegan fudge. It is really good. It is really fudgy. Like I was trying to make chocolate and, <laughs> and made fudge. Oh, this is legitimately fudge. I love it. Yeah. Oh my god, good for you. Um, yeah. For me, like since we're talking about the mindfulness kind of thing, I do teach a class that I'm reprising at the end of the month on wellness domination. Um, so this is like, you know, a lot, a lot of what we're talking about, honestly, and, um, I taught it once is really popular. So I'm bringing it back. So if you missed it the first time I'm doing wellness domination, uh, through the ritual chambers online platform on January 25th. So that's coming up kind of soon. And, uh, so where can we follow your podcast, Lucy? 
Tell us again what it's called. Okay, so it's called The Sex Show Radio. The Instagram is at The Sex Show MTL. And if you have a story that you would like to submit to our podcast, you can send us an email at thesexshowmtl at gmail.com. And we accept written anecdotes. We also accept recorded video or sorry, recorded voice clips. So we can play them live on the air just with the click of a button or me or my co-host can read your story uh, in our own voice. And that would be awesome because lately it's been a little slow on the stories, but that's okay because our guests are super interesting and we just love kind of telling our own stories and chatting. We also do our show over Zoom. Mm -hmm. So we record it over Zoom and then we master the episode and then we release it. Mm -hmm. So if anyone is interested in at the very least like sitting in and watching the show and then ever working up the courage to tell a story on the day, they can totally do that. Our Zoom link is always in the bio of our Instagram. Perfect. And do you want people to follow you on your personal medias? Yes, I do. I want (laughs) I know who I am. So this is my Twitter at the Lucy Gervais. I also have an Instagram. It's at the Lucy Gervais show. And they would be the same except Twitter when they ran out of it's four letters too long. <laughs> wow, wow. I thought you were going to say because your shit um, gets deleted because it's sexy stuff, which is which happens to me. It was I had the best, the bedpost, like, across every platform, but uh, because my accounts get deleted every few months, then those names go away, and then now they're all fucking different. That's such bullshit. I can't believe they would do that to you. Do they know you? How dare they? Do they know who I am? They should. so um, that said, on Twitter, I am at the Lady Pym one, where I'm most definitely uh, most active out of anything on Twitter. Uh, but if you fun. right, uh, yeah, it's the one where we can actually talk about sex shit and not worried about getting booted off. So, but if you must go to Instagram, we're at the Bedpost Show, and I'm um, at the Lady Pym on Instagram as well. But if you want to email me about the podcast, we're the bedpost sex show at gmail.com. If you want to ask any questions, have a um, like uh, guest suggestion or anything like that, or you just want to tell me that you're a listener and you love me, uh, you can do that. We have the Patreon. It's the bedpost show on Patreon. Sexy content on there, but also solo episodes as well about just like, Oh, sexy shit, I guess. But I put up my classes on there too, um, little audio classes. And then um, my YouTube page. We're on Bad Talk TV right now, but Bedpost has a YouTube page as well. Uh, it is the Bedpost Sex Show on YouTube, so feel free to check that out. And then last but not least, I always want to thank the lovely lady that has done all the original music for my podcast. Her name is Stephanie Copeland. So if you're listening to the recorded version after this live stream, you'll be hearing music from Stephanie Copeland. And then, I mean, Lucy Gervais, thank you, my dear. This has been such a lovely conversation. So nice to retouch, you know, after the just fucking mil- Just a re- little retouch, little Photoshop edit. Mm-hmm. Um, all the flaws, honey. <laughs> we should not waste, um, we should not, like, uh, spend so much time in between having you on as we did last well, time. I, I would like to talk to you again sooner than four years. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, can we? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, just so much to do right now. 
And then, of course, I want to thank AJ. Thank you for your question, AJ. And thank you for being our lovely producer on Bad Talk TV tonight. Thank you to everyone who's watching. Thank yous all around, everybody. We love you. Get fucked. Bye. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.